This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on it so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners, can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash drink. That's rosettastone.com slash drink. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. We're all in for a treat today. Yeah? Maybe enjoy? Maybe. No, you're you're going to like it. You're going to like it. It's really fun. Um, I did want to add before we get going, um, we had some really fun sponsors today that you're going to hear about. Uh, and also I wanted to add that this week, um, so this comes out on Sunday, this past Thursday, I was actually on an episode, um, of the podcast. Is this adulting? Yeah. I've had too much wine. I feel like I'm the podcast is called, is this adulting? Is this adulting question mark? Mm -hmm. Um, with Steven and Chris and I recorded this this past week and I had so much fun. I don't think I've, I've had, I had so much freaking fun and I know I've probably only done a recording with them and with Wine and Crime, but never have I had so much fun than recording with these two podcasts. And they come up with games and they come up with like fun, like debates. And I had to debate like the um, value of donuts over cookies. And like, I felt like I was on top of it. Well, I am excited that you had fun because on Monday I will be recording with them. So I will be on the next episode after Christine. So it's going to be so good. It's called Is This Adulting? And they've had some great people on there. They've had Hannah Hart on there. They've had Amanda from Wine and Crime on there. They've had all the Wine and and Crime people. So, I mean, if you like us and you like Wine and Crime, if if you like Hannah Hart, I mean, go listen to Is This Adulting? In my episode, we got pretty real, like, at first... It was really fun because we did some fun, like, jokes and games and, like, went kind of, like, this or that and, like, debating and, and joking around. And then, and then she got kind of real and I talked – we talked a lot about, like, you know, I mean, we had to put a content warning on, like, suicide and, like, depression and all that good stuff. Um, but it was, a, it was, like, a really real deep dive and, you know, the kind of thing that we don't totally do on this podcast because that's not what we're here for, so – um, it's kind of fun to talk about that kind of thing in like a safe space, um, like that podcast. So, uh, if you guys want to check that out, I'll be on that this week and then M will be on next week. So it'll be kind of cool to hear us back to back. I can't wait to hear M's episode. Also, if you are listening to this Sunday when it comes out, then hopefully we are going to see you tonight at oh! our live show at Hollywood Improv. Hell Happy yeah. Father's Day to the dads out there or the father figures out there or anyone who feels like they're a parent figure. Yeah. Happy Parents Day. And also, we want to add that we have a, like, behind the scenes, a lot of shit is going on. We're getting a lot of shows ready for y'all. And we have um, some announcements that are coming that I'm not technically allowed to make yet. But I really, really, Just be ready really, for things. Really want to make them, but they're coming. 
So don't be mad, but they're coming. So get your tickets ready. I mean, get your mouse. Get your money ready for tickets. Listen, save up some gold bars because you're going to have to buy some tickets. Okay. 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 And uh, happy listening. Okay. Bye. 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 Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. I am so thrilled that we are working with Fast Growing Trees. I spent about an hour and a half on the website trying to decide what I would love to order from their products. They have so many options and you can actually filter it by zones, by growing zones to make sure you know it'll work in your garden. Um, they have everything from massive privacy shrubs and trees to very, very specific flowers. I actually ended up ordering a lilac shrub for my garden. I recently discovered how much I love the smell of lilac and so I thought, you know what? Perfect chance. Why don't I get some lilac growing in my yard? I think it's going to smell beautiful. And I also got my mom a little lavender plant as an Easter present. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DRINK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code DRINK at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code DRINK. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You know when you've got the holidays, the new year, and then all of a sudden it's sort of back to the grind? Especially if you run a small business, it can be really hard to get back into the swing of things. But Stamps.com is here to make that a little bit easier for you. Stamps.com streamlines all your mailing and shipping to turbocharge your operational efficiencies. For 25 years now, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. Whether they're mailing out checks, invoices, legal documents, books, podcast branded koozies, maybe that's just us, or anything else. Get access to the USPS and UPS mailing services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. And with rates you can't find anywhere else, like up to, get this, 89% off USPS and UPS, how could you go wrong? We have loved Stamps.com for years, not quite 25, but since we started the podcast, which was 2017, and we could not get by without it. I remember there were days where we didn't have Stamps.com, those I call the dark ages, and I was hand shipping everything and driving it on my lunch break to the post office. It was all very hectic. Stamps.com, I do it straight from my house, and it makes my life a trillion times easier. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code DRINK for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code DRINK. Welcome to the world famous improv! Are we ready to have a great time tonight? I wasn't bad, but I think we can do better than that. Are you guys ready to have a great time tonight or what? And now, everybody, coming to the stage, let's make it nice and loud for Ed Schultz, Christine Schieffer, and that's why we drink podcast guys, making a noise!
Uh, fake Geo has seen better days. Yes. I tried to brush him out with my hairbrush, and I was like, that's not working. Thank you guys for coming to my birthday show. Um, in a really Christine act, I forgot my notes right as we were coming on stage, so I ran back, but oh, I yeah. didn't leave my wine behind, so my jeans are covered in red wine, so... Thankfully, oh, yeah. there's a table. All of a sudden, I heard that music come on, and I was like, is that how we're going out there? And then I walked up, and I looked behind me, and Christine wasn't there. She's like, I forgot my notes. You go. And I was like, what? I left you a trail of wine to follow me, so it's fine. All right. So. Oh, man. There's a lot of y'all here. This is our, our biggest show yet, so. Bananas, um, as I like to say. Oh, we have... Um, uh, oh, you have a laser pointer. I do. Well, that's not what I'm grabbing. Oh. <laughs> um, Eva just came back from Morocco, and she gave us best friend locket made out of rocks. Like, I call it a rocket locket. Geo. <laughs> Trademark. Wait, that's wrong. <laughs> there it is. Shout out to Eva. Thanks, Eva. Eva is here today. We decided last minute we were going to show everyone. because They're we were... our good luck. Also, um, I'm sorry if I have black teeth. Um, Eva and Christine decided to do something very nice for me where they got me a birthday ice cream cake that looks like a haunted house, which means a lot of the frosting was black. <laughs> and so I didn't know, and then someone from the back was like, Ooh. An employee and I was, like, was oh. like, is that how am I supposed to look? I was like, <laughs> anyway, sorry about that if that's the case. Um, oh, there's the laser pointer. Here it is. Okay. Why do you drink? <laughs> Listen, I prepared this whole damn song. I don't want to say anything more. It's your turn. Mm, okay. Well, why, I guess we're just... Why do you take propranolol? <laughs> uh, well, now I'm 26, which means... not Because now I'm off my mom's health insurance. Oh, right. That's so, right. Yeah, I drink for Now that I'm too. really in danger, so... That's why I drink. I'm living every day like it's my last now, so. <laughs> Things um, are gonna get real weird up here. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a drinking game for you guys. Duh. I don't know if you guys feel like getting hammered, but you're gonna. <laughs> Too bad. So um, rules are basic. If you hear any of Christine's catchphrases, you're gonna get drunk. Um, if she gasps, if I clear my throat, which I did <laughs> not. That's gonna happen. That's gonna happen. Listen, beep boop bop, share, 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 share. Any reference to sweating profusely, because we already are. At the Hollywood show, I was like, that's not going to happen. And then two minutes in, I was like, God, I'm sweating so much. <laughs> Drink twice for hello. Thank you. I maybe you just read it. there for a minute. I was like, they don't even know who we are. They're at the wrong show. Uh-oh. Uh, English isn't my first language. Sassy the Clown gets mentioned. Fingers crossed it doesn't. And anytime we tell Eva what to do. Eva. Eva's here, too, by the way, Eva, guys. Eva, um, that's it, right? It's pretty easy. Yeah, if you want to. So, like, anytime we do anything, just start drinking. What? Crack into it? Is that what you want? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I have a good ghost story for you guys today. And um, it's got a whole lot of stuff. It's not just ghosts. It's also like aliens and I mean, it's a it's like a like a potluck. So <laughs> we're just gonna dive right in. And it's, I did the Google mapping, just so anyone who wants to travel can go there. But wait till after the show. Yeah, don't leave right now. Please. That'll, we can't handle that. Um, oh, no. It's 19 miles away and 32 minutes from this room. <gasps> and it's known as the darkest place 
In the OC. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. And it's called the... Oh, you ready? Yes. I wasn't ready for that. Hang on. Ready? <laughs> Boom. Black Shark Game. Ah! I don't know what that is. Someone lives there! Oh, well, you can confirm all of this. So right? now you know that he lives 19 miles from this room. <laughs> Party at his house after this. Um, okay. Does anyone know about this place? I've never... He lives I, I had I had never heard about it before. Me neither. So this was Let's quite an eye-opener. <laughs> I was like, whoa. So, um, all right. So it starts in the Santa Ana Mountains. Also, if I'm wrong, don't tell me that, because I'll be so humiliated. We can't Google it right now. So. I tried really hard to be right, so just let's all pretend I did my best. It's Ev's birthday, okay? Um, <laughs> all right. It's in the Santa Ana Mountains. Uh, it was the prior home to the Shoshone tribe. We know about them. And yes, we do. It is now the main source in the country for Shoshone artifacts. In case you want to like pick one up. Um, according to both historians and psychics, more blood has been spilled there than any other part of the mountains. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry. Historians and psychics. Yeah, so like depending on who you believe. Like there's like But why do you even need or... to add this? So, like if historians say it, I'm gonna believe it. We don't need to like say Well, I like to think psychics. the psychics and the historians weren't near each other when they both made the decisions. Alright. Well, okay, so we're just giving the psychics credit. Okay, got it. Yeah. Alright, sure. Alright. So also I'm interested in like it's more blood than anywhere else. Like there's blood all over that place, apparently. Oh good. Um so in the eighteen hundreds, the Shoshone fought the Spanish. Uh, the Angelinos. You know about them. Ha. <laughs> ha. Huh. Huh. do I? <laughs> um, they were trying to come onto their land, and so they did not like each other. So, um... <laughs> That's what the historians and the psychics all said. <laughs> oh, that was funny. So... <laughs> thanks. So, this... Oh, who's that strapping young man? I almost said this strapping young man. It's those rocket locket rocks. I know. So in, this guy, his name is William Wolfskill. Mm. And people seem to know mm. about him up here. And eight, he what? <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're gonna to skip right over that. <laughs> in 1831, uh, there was something called the Black Star Canyon Indian Massacre. Yeah, that's a bad taste in everyone's mouth. So, William Wolfskill, uh, he's not a great guy for a strapping I take, I take that back then. He's not very handsome after all. He's an American fur trapper, and he wanted to, I guess, get in the good graces of the Angelinos living here. Mm. And so he decided that uh, he was going to go find the Shoshone that were stealing their horses. Uh-oh. There's also, like, no proof that they were actually stealing horses. I think they just said... They wanted, like, an excuse. To they wanted an excuse to go hurt innocent people. Innocent people, sorry. I'm Speak on that. I'm slurring. I'm not even drinking. So <laughs> That's your first problem. So, anyway, so to make them like him, he offered that he would go track down the tribe and bring horses back, and he built a group of fur trappers to go with him, and they got to the Shoshone camp called Hidden Ranch, which still exists, and they decided they were going to surprise attack the tribe. Oh, no. And, yeah, this is the most silent you guys are being yeah. right now, and it's really psyching me out. You're really bumming everyone out. <laughs> it, gets, it gets 
okay. <laughs> I feel like that's the best you can hope for with this show. It's like fine eventually. Uh, so he built a group of trappers to go with him, and so this group decided to surprise attack them, and most of the Shoshone died uh, because all the fur trappers had guns and they sure. had bows and arrows, so it was just not even a fair fight. And the Shoshone, uh, right before they died, all swore vengeance and cursed the land. So that's the start Uh-oh. of the hauntings. Fun fact. That should be a drink one. <laughs> is that not on the list? I'm also just trying to perk you up. It's like way too bright. Fun fact. Um, the Hidden Ranch site is now historical landmark number 217. <laughs> Um, okay. So anyway, that was really fun. Thank you. <laughs> Some people like landmarks, I don't know. Okay. Oh, who, here we go. Who knows about it and that's why we draw. That was not everyone. You've got to explain it now. <laughs> so and that's why we draw. Right before we do a live show, we send out, <laughs> with not a lot of time, we do it within like 24 hours. You have three hours to do this. Uh, we send out different phrases of things that are going to show up in our stories, right. and you guys can draw them and submit them, and then whichever one we think is like the funniest or the most creative, we're, we put it on the show. Where do we find it? Um, on our Instagram. Instagram, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is our second show ever, so sorry. We're, well, not, we're still a work in process. Right? <laughs> we're workshopping it, but I think Instagram is the way to go. So, uh, thank you. <laughs> That's the smart way to say it. So the first drawing, uh, the first thing that I requested people draw and send to me was citrus science. Um, so, wait, are you, do you, oh. I'm gonna let go and trust the process. Well, now I don't know what the process is. Aren't you supposed to explain it and then show the photo, or do you show the photo and then explain it? I'm gonna show, the people wanna see the picture. <laughs> All right, give the people what they want. All right, this is, so this is citrus science. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, somebody made that? Somebody made like a lemon burning its own face off. You guys have issues. God. <laughs> Someone thought that and then took time to make a it. A lot of time, by the looks of it. Okay, so the reason citrus science was a phrase coming up is because not only was William Wolfskill a horrible person, but he also decided he was going to start uh, planting orange, lemon, and lime trees, and he ended up winning an award for the largest citrus orchard in the U.S., and he also got involved in citrus science, which is crossbreeding citruses. So that is a real thing? Yeah. Oh, got it. So he was crossbreeding different types, and he actually developed the Valencia orange. Oh, I love those. Which is most commonly used in orange juice. Oh. I literally typed in orange juice, and every picture was a girl giving the thumbs up. And it was just, I was like, I don't know which one to pick. So I just put it in. C. Also, um, there's no pregnant ladies in this one, though. Yeah, the, pl- the pregnant ladies like to go for the wine. So, can you blame them? Uh, also, he began growing grapes in the 1840s, and his uh, vineyard was awarded the best in California. So, you might have liked him for one reason, Christine. Just gonna let that one go. Also, we'll talk up. He, curr- he currently has a bar. Not him. He's dead. Oh, <laughs> uh oh. Um, he there's a bar named after him, only like a half hour from here, called W Wolfskill. Oh, it sounds like a just in case anyone went to. I don't. I just thought people might want to know about that. <laughs> I don't know. They're my notes, guys. All right, here's another one for you. A bonanza of coal. Yeah, I don't know what to do with that. All right. Well, this is. The, my favorite of them all. <laughs> <laughs> what a bonanza! 
People, I don't think really anyone knows what the word bonanza means because I got a lot I of weird I think this drawings. person does, though. That's a bonanza by or someone. So in the 1870s, there was a mining strike in the mountains, leaving in the newspapers, quote, a perfect bonanza of coal because wow. nobody was, Yeah. Learning things. Man, this game is really easy for you to come up with terms. I kind of had to force mine, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's hard when your story's about murder. Yeah, it's a lot less funny. Yeah. So, um, businessmen took advantage of the fact that there was all this coal that no one was using, and they created the Black Star Coal Mining Company, which is where the canyon gets its name from. Mm. And it was profitable for several decades, but by the early 1900s, other mining companies had beat them out, so then they went out of business. Oh, sad. I'm just trying to give you guys the hits. So I mean, now I, I feel like I needed to react, and I didn't know how. So I gave a kind of yeah. look at this strapping. Oh, line. now I'm scared to call anyone strapping. Good call, because he's not nice. Oh, so in 1899, the Hidden Ranch at this point is now owned by a rancher named Henry Hungerford. Wow. Wow, though, what a name. What a name. Wow. His cattle driver James. Uh, owed him $17, which back then was 500 bucks. Um, and he wouldn't pay it. He said he was willing to pay up to like five bucks. <laughs> so it doesn't really sound like Oh, five out of either. 17, not out of the five. Five out of 17. Oh, I was like, oh, good one. Um, so the next day, they were fighting and they cooled off. They went back and fought war the next day. As you do. <laughs> and uh, they met at Henry's brother's house. So it's Henry and his brother, and then James, who owes the money. And they, oh, I'm just repositioning my woman. Oh, <laughs> I saw you do, I thought you were making fun of me doing like, ha <laughs> 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 um, So anyway, they go to Henry's house, they end up getting in an even bigger fight and uh, they end up killing James. What? Over. R.I.P. <laughs> James. Over $17. So. Well, that's not right. That's nice. an anger issue. That's all. Um, that's all. What? Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Anyway, so on his deathbed, James ended up saying that both they he made a what do you call it? A dying. Yeah, a declaration. Mm, yep, that's the one. <laughs> he, declaration. He said that both of them shot him, and they ended up using that information in the court case about whether or not they should like sentence them to jail. Mm -hmm. Um, and the court case took five months, but James was already dead by that point, and the Hungerfords got away scot-free. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> drink. <laughs> I don't even notice it anymore. So over the, uh, over the next hundred years, uh, oh, this is where all the ghost stuff comes in. I just went, I know that's where you came from. And always like announces that. Like, don't well, because I'm sure people are like, oh my God, this is not history class. So, it's very much not I just want people to know what I'm talking about. I just need to prove that I tried to learn about this place. Thank you. It's, it's my birthday, that's why everyone did that. Yeah, did you guys know that, actually? So, uh, over the next hundred years, uh, the Hidden Ranch property has seen several freak accidents. Um, deaths, car accidents, hiking injuries, wildfires, wildfires, and multiple helicopter crashes. Um, and all of the, car, not all of them, but several of the car accidents and motorcycle accidents are just total freak incidents where they didn't collide into anything, but their bike looks like it crashed into something, or the car looks like it hit something that wasn't there. 
Um, also, apparently it drives people insane if you stay there too long. Oh, can you confirm that guy who lives there? <laughs> I mean, if he's insane, then we know that that is a true fact. In 1939, uh, two businessmen who regularly uh, hiked out there, they ended up making a suicide pact while they were there, drank rat poison whiskey, and then ran a garden hose from their exhaust into the car. What? They, what? But they died holding hands. That's not funny. That's cute. That's not cute. Oh, that's not cute either. Um, it's just really fucked up. I mean, it's yeah, it's fucked up, but that's what the show is called, and that's why we drink. Um, the coroner also wrote in the notes, friends to the death. Wait, the coroner wrote that? The coroner wrote that because they were found holding hands. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say, it's like, are we weird? sure they were just friends? Because it seems like maybe something else. Was I didn't want to assume sometimes You're right. men hold hands. That's true. I don't. I don't want to. I mean, my thought is, if you're having a suicide pact and dying, maybe you need to hold hands. You know, I think all of a sudden it's not gay. It's like, yeah, you know? no homo till death. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. So I didn't want to assume, but I thought the same thing. I was like. Mm, they're holding hands. You just wanted us to assume it. So I you wanted were. you guys to agree with God. my thought. I was like, God. they're grown men in the 30s holding hands. I don't know. Mm. Friends to death. So uh, in the 1950s through the 1990s, there have been several reports of UFOs over the canyons, as well as cryptids. Ooh. I know, you get the whole package. Love today. a good cryptid. So there's a lot of people say that Bigfoot is out there. There's been a lot of sight sightings of Bigfoot, but they have decided that if something's out there, it's not actually Bigfoot, it is Santiago Sam. What is that? Apparently he's half Sasquatch, half eel? Eel? Like Like something like grew out of the water and then made into a Sasquatch. That's not how that works. That makes Sasquatch sound so much more believable because that's that's more unlikely. What in God's name is that? Okay. So that's a real picture. It, he has is it? Well. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. Google says so. Um, this thing has been seen uh, 18 times. Oh shit. Um, 17 by one professor. <laughs> Wait, so, are you serious? Oh, uh, you try to slide that in there like you wouldn't know. I'm reporting the news. I don't make it so. I'm sorry, so two people ever have reported it. So two people have seen this thing, and I think the other one was his friend for life, or <laughs> friend till death, or whatever. So... Oh, my. Anyway, he may or may not exist. Guy who lives there, report back. Yeah. Um, Let us know. Supposedly, um, he lives in the Santa Ana Mountains. He is 5'2", making him the shortest Bigfoot on record. How many are on record? <laughs> And he has 20, 20-inch 20 feet. <laughs> How do they know this? How is he this small with these, like, big old flounders? Flounder? Flip-flop. <laughs> now just move on. Who cares? So, it's your birthday. You can call it whatever you want. Well, they also say, they, the two people, say that the way that he's standing, he evolved to have a shorter stature so he wouldn't look like Bigfoot so he could hide in the brush Hold easier. on. That's also not how that works. You know, one day I'm going to do a whole episode on Bigfoot, and you guys have to take me seriously. <laughs> Wait, so, so they're saying 
that natural selection made this one creature not as tall as Bigfoot. So that people wouldn't think it was Bigfoot. And I get it. I just want to make sure I understand. You know, I'm not questioning it. I just want to make sure I get it. All right, just keep talking. Look, between that and the psychic saying this place is a bloodbath, I don't really know what's going on. So in the... 1970s, let's just skip past that whole thing, just move on. In the 1970s, the Hidden Ranch property was a power plant and is now owned by the Wildlands Conservancy. I almost said conservatory and I knew I was wrong. Um, And there's also a private neighborhood that lives up there. I'm sure there's many private neighborhoods. However, there's one specifically that's gonna be in a story that I tell you guys. Ooh, I bet that guy lives there. I bet if you're that person, run. So, alrighty. Ooh, just some pictures. God, I'll enjoy this. Just some pictures. It? Also, the thing in the top left was not there when the picture was taken. What do you mean, wait? Like, wait, wait, you wait, see wait, that, wait. like, person? Like, it's like a person. Wait, yeah, the black figure. Wait, the, you okay. got it. Okay, hold on. Alright, don't hold on. Just keep talking. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. So, in the 1970s, um, here's another sad thing where we're all gonna feel really awkward. And, oh good, no, I'm just saying, it's gonna get quiet, because no one's gonna know how to react. Um, so there was a school bus that crashed no. in the area. It, it regularly went through the area to uh, drive kids back home, Mm-mm. and the bus lost control, and different stories say it either went over a cliff or crashed, like, I think what happened is it went over a cliff and into a lower part of the canyon. Like, it still is in the canyon. Oh, it's, it's still there? there. <laughs> yeah. They've seen it. That's bananas. That's bananas. So, uh, the bus lost control, went over a cliff or stayed where it is, and people cannot see it. <laughs> and, ha ha ha, but the driver, the teacher, and all the children died. <laughs> most of the children, most of the children. That's, That's the silver lining. Terrifying. So, okay. La la la, skip past that. In the 1970s to the 1980s, this was a very regular place for satanic meetings and ritual sacrifices. So you get that too in this story. Jeez, you really are hitting every base here. So apparently people also still see some rituals happening Um, there, but it's not as often as back then. Well, that's good. Um, Maybe, yes. Uh, Oh yeah, some are still found late in the canyons chanting. That's great. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, So throughout the years, many hikers have actually gone missing and never came back from this canyon. Um, And during Halloween, they have ghost campouts and haunted hikes. Mm. So we'll be there come Halloween. See you in a few months. And there's also a homeless man named Black Star Bill. And people, I can tell. I, I already like this guy. What a strapping young lad. Well, apparently, different stories told me that he's either a real person or a ghost, or people can't, they don't know what they just saw. But apparently, he's a homeless man who chases you with a rifle and tries oh. to shoot you off the property. Oh. So, like, hoping he's a ghost, but I don't think a ghost uses a gun so effectively. <laughs> um, all right, so, ghost stories? Yeah, you want some? Bring it on. Drink. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, what? <laughs> Someone's dying over there. Stop yelling at our audience. So, okay. One of the 
One of the uh, first things that they say is the wind apparently in the canyon is very different, where it blows really crazy and sounds like men screaming. What? And, but a split second later, it'll be so silent that you can hear a pin drop, and the wind is hot. Ew! Which is like breath or something. Yeah. It sounds like a sewer. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So uh, there is also the general feeling of sadness and dark- darkness around you. You can feel people grabbing on your arms to pull you into the canyon deeper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. There's screams and shadows of children running from where the bus crashed Mm -hmm. and you can hear their shoes on the ground. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. Um, Yeah. No. Um, Also, people regularly find remains of black magic rituals, including pentagrams and sacrificed animals. Oh, good. And uh, flashlights, like their bulbs, will spontaneously burst even if it's a brand new flashlight. Oh my god. Oh my god. You've seen some shit. Um, so they will spontaneously flash, but also they flash on your phone. Apparently they, like, know what a phone is and can fuck around with it. <laughs> and they will make your flash go on and off nonstop. Well, that's really nice. I it's like that. a strobe effect. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, like, pretty harmless. Yeah, but they, like, also, like, they, it's creepy that they know how phones work. Because they're recent ghosts, you know? Like, they're new ghosts. <laughs> when we all saw... Haunting people, we're gonna be like messing around with phones, I'd imagine. You're gonna Snapchat everyone. <laughs> um, so there's a shadow man known as the Miner. Oh no. Uh uh-uh. And he causes heavy breathing in your ear. <gasps> Strange smells, freezing cold, and or sweating like from heat. Like I can be, we can be in the same room and you'll be like dying of heat and I'll be freezing cold, and then it'll switch if we mention it. What? That's the crazy part. Like, he, like, messes with you. Uh-uh. So if you say, oh, it's cold, then all of a sudden it's really hot. Um, what a jerk. <laughs> when challenged to show themselves, this would happen during one of the Halloween investigations, mm-hmm. um, they were taunting them and saying, show yourself, show yourself, and a boulder fell from a higher part of the canyon and rolled towards the group. Oh. And then you could hear people laughing, like, that were not there. <laughs> oh no, did anybody die? No, they saw it early enough and they're like, oh, we gotta go. But, but I mean, it was coming for them. Um, oh no. And now that's apparently part of the tour where they're like, and that's where the boulder came after us. And it's like, <laughs> that is historic place number 219. <laughs> so also there are a lot, if you try to have a yes or no conversation with them, there's tree knocking which ah! apparently that's like a that's a Bigfoot thing where like big, what? because ghosts use EMF detectors or something that can give a yes or no response but Bigfoot uses tree knocking <laughs> I don't know who created the science but what does this Bigfoot like Bigfoot weird fish eel thing do? is that the same thing? I don't know I'm, that's a good question listen I'm just trying to follow the really <laughs> Um, people also say when they hear the tree knocking, they will hear something like the sound of a gorilla. Which, like, I mean, kind of Bigfoot. And uh, mm. they get reports of feeling like they're in an ice bath, and they will see shadow people dart around the tree that they're standing next to. It's mm. so, like, it'll, like, come at you. Like, <laughs> watch out. Watch out. Um, okay, here's another sad one. So a woman... 
damn it. <laughs> so, um, a woman murdered her children. Oh my god! And then committed suicide. We're just gonna dive right in. Okay. And she can still be seen wearing a white gown with blood on it. And she, basically the, the scene that people have most commonly reported is it's like the last couple seconds of her life. So like her, right after she killed her kids and she's about to do the other thing. And so a lot of people will see like a, a frantic mother looking for her kids as if she like came out of a... Trance? A tr- yeah, something, something like that. But so a lot of times on, uh, they'll get EVPs of a woman saying, where are my children? Mm-mm. Which is way sad. That is really sad. Also, there are EVPs that say, do you want us to leave? And it says sometimes, which is super <laughs> passive. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I'm fine. I'm not saying I don't want you to leave. Um, I'm saying you can stay if you it. want, but I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> wow. Um, that isn't me as a ghost. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> um, there are reported phantoms of Spanish conquistadors. Mm, that's fun. And you can hear horses galloping and shouting in Spanish at the horses. So there's Mama. that. I don't know. Sorry, I forgot it. I take it back. What were you trying to say? I was trying to think of something in Spanish, and that's all that came out. Um, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Okay. I, I said I regret it. God. There are um, a lot of UFOs in the skies before sunrise, and there are only when those fly over are when the freak accidents seem to happen. Mm-hmm. Reports at the site of the bus are that there are sounds of moaning and the kids gasping for air oh, okay. at the witching oh. hour. And if you try to leave, something will pull you back and the headlights will turn on by themselves. The, the headlights, the headlights of the bus? The, like, of a bus that hasn't been Uh-oh. going on since the 90s and lights aren't there anymore. Mm-mm. Like, they're kicked out and something will still glow. Um, oh, that's pretty. How is that? I, I just heard laughing and I was I'm like, talking oh, to myself, did I say so. something funny? Um, I did. Okay, here's the creepy part. Here's another creepy part about, um, there's like, okay, so the one at the top left, Mm-hmm. So there's apparently haunted farm equipment, and in them you can in them you can hear whispers and snickers from the inside, and it'll try to taunt you in there. And then if you don't fall for it, it will be a, like a voice of one of your friends saying, "I'm stuck. Help me." <gasps> that is wild. Drink. So. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to go for it with that one. I couldn't stop myself. Oh, here we All go. All right, the worst way to impress a girl. Oh, I'm, I'm excited for this. There's many, and the I've worst. done most of them. <laughs> Good one. Um, all right, so this was the winner. Kill her brother. My brother. It just seems so dark. Crazy guy with the hard eyes. Oh, yeah, he does have hard eyes. Yeah. He did it out of passion. Murderous heart eyes. This is very weirdly specific. You know what? Allison picked this one, so if you don't like it, that is not my fault. No, I love it. (laughs) Okay, so the reason that this got picked is because when I first started looking up Black Star Canyon, um, one of the first Reddit pages about it was, we are 10-year-old, or we are, not 10-year-old, Jesus. (laughs) We are 10 teenagers, and we are trying to impress girls. What's the bravest thing we can do in our area? That's hilarious, by the way. Well, well, no. <laughs> I, I think they're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's funny. So, okay. These are, like, all over there, apparently. Like, yeah? 
Okay, so everywhere is just telling you to get out. Oh, it says go back, not Also, there's signs everywhere, apparently, with, like, bullet holes. Like, they, like, things just get shot. Is that guy, Bill? Oh, yeah. I I don't know. I'm serious. It's it's Black Star Bill, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, So here are two stories that I have for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, One is, uh, one of them is from Reddit. Thought I'd tell you. One, a 10 year old on Reddit. <laughs> one's from Reddit and another one's from like another site. I was trying to give them credit so it didn't look like I made this up. Okay. <laughs> Whoops. So uh, the first one is about one of the satanic rituals and they witnessed one oh, by accident. Oh no. Yeah, by accident. <laughs> not on purpose. Not like, I want to go. Like, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past. Me? Me. <laughs> I'd be like, Christine, we gotta get out of here, me. Um, okay. So she was looking around at night, like hiking at night. Already a bad decision. Yeah. And she walked by an old shack and saw an empty pool, and she thought originally it was covered in trash. A pool? A pool. Okay. Like a, I'm sure like a, not a fan's pool. Like just like a. What is this? Like digging. Oh. That's like, you and I have different understandings. Like you you make a big enough hole in the ground, it becomes a pool. It's just like, maybe it's just... Santa Ana above ground pool. There we go. Costco. Thank you. <laughs> Kirkland. Kirkland brand pool. Got it. Okay, thank you. I really needed that. So there's a pool. All right. That's above ground. I'm ready now. Because it's Santa Ana. And... We didn't say it. You can't be mad. So, in this pool, there was a... Uh, there was trash, right? You said? Supposedly trash. Okay. But it was kind of broken, so you could look into it. Like they, like, okay, you know what I mean? Oh, so that would make sense. It is above ground. It's not one of these. <laughs> Whatever the hell that is. Okay, got it. So it's cracked. Yeah, okay. it was like so you could look into it if you mm, wanted to. Following, got it. And uh, sometimes you just learn things on the spot. So. They were walking, she was walking by a shack with her friend, who, poor guy, probably wanted to get out of there, saw the empty pool, looked in, thought they saw trash, but they looked harder, and it was actually a set of ropes at each corner, like tied off at each corner, um, candles, and a pentagram. Oh. And in the shack, obviously she looked in the shack after that, (laughs) she found a pentagram on the floor, candles at each point, a skull, dead rabbits on a a lawn. A skull? Human or animal, who knows? Um, animal. It was a ram. Um, dead, what? Dead rabbits on a laundry line, a chalice, a knife, and a cut open animal. Um, she heard people approaching the house, and so she hid, and she hid where, in a way where she could look into the pool. Or she's like hiding behind the pool. Anyway, they got in the pool. And then she was like, oh shit, and so she had to look. You and should write a book. <laughs> too bad, she would be like, mm, no. Mm, no, no, uh, hold on, but actually she's... It's like, oh, this, but do you know what that I mean? definitely happened, though. So she heard people approaching. She hid behind the pool. Um, and ten people in hooded robes oh, good. went down into the pool. Or not, I wrote down. I know it didn't say down. It's an above ground pool. <laughs> went into the pool. Jesus, what is wrong with me? Uh, no comment. <laughs> um, they had a large bag with them, lit candles, and then pulled a goat out of the bag. Oh, wait, no. And they performed a sacrifice. Wait, it was a lot. Okay, I don't like that. It was a they, lot. Like, there's more description to that, but if you don't want me don't, to get I, into that. There was, it happened. 
Yeah. They killed a goat, is what you're saying. Yep. That's really cool. While nice. chanting something. Mm-hmm. And then they pass the cup around that. Ah! <laughs> oh, that's a new noise. <laughs> I like, was like, where did that come from? And I realized it was from, from, came my mouth. from you. I'm so sorry for everyone. So, yeah, I'm adding that to the thing. Anyway, the cup may or may not have potential goat blood in it. Oh, and then, what is wrong with people? Then they pass it around and then may or may not have sipped it. Um, so then, obviously, pool girl is like, we gotta get out of here. So, obviously. She and her friend ran off, but they, classic us, tripped. And uh, they heard. All oh, wait, did we not say that this is what we did last week? Actually, this is my actual, this is my Yelp review. Of Black Star Canyon. Uh, so... But like the sound, they heard someone there, and so you could hear them muttering like, who is that? And so they took off, got to their car. Here's the creepy part Uh-oh. though. The guy was, the, her friend was behind her. Like she left him, was like, bye! <laughs> but so she right. heard who was that, like who's, who would make that sound. And the guy that, her friend that was behind her heard them say, oh, probably that couple. <laughs> And then he thought he had just heard that because he was afraid, but then they got to their car and there was a note on their dashboard that said, please go away, don't come back. At least they were polite. Please go away, that's Here's the last story, which is quite a doozy. Oh boy. Because I forgot to mention that there's also a demon in this canyon. <laughs> Known as the demon of Black Star. And he haunts the, one of the private neighborhoods on Hidden Ranch. Um, on Black Star Canyon Road. I don't know if you want to go there, find out for yourself. Um, so this is the Reddit one. I just want to give credit because I don't want anyone thinking I stole this. Um, Gallimph Triumph wrote mm. this a couple years ago. <laughs> that guy. Strapping young lad if I ever saw one. So Gallimph, well, okay. Just, um, I, just, uh, I don't want to get sued. I don't need to know. Okay. But we're going to get sued by a Reddit user. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to cover that. That sounded really mean. I didn't mean it. Like, <laughs> like I use Reddit. Reddit. <laughs> All right. It's just, you, we can, Eva, 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 come right out. Eva, delete it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is why I edit the show. Yeah, we can't be trusted. This is I'm not. on my best behavior right now. Yeah, so, we're really trying so hard. <laughs> so, Gallimph Triumph. Got it. He says, when he was 14, he had a sleepover with his friend Daniel, who lived in the private, in the private neighborhood. Uh, he was sleeping over at his friend's house to babysit his friend's five-year-old brother, Alex, so the two friends were babysitting the Sure. Um, the house had a new intercom system just put in, but the house itself was really old, and once they assumed the parents had left, they were playing PlayStation, and the intercom said, okay, see you tonight. <laughs> okay, see you tonight. <laughs> see what you? the hell? And so they looked at each other thinking, didn't the parents already leave? And looked out the window and their car was already like halfway down the road. Later, the nope. intercoms... <laughs> nope. Later, the intercoms started popping and static fuzzing and a woman's voice comes on saying, we love you, Alex. We all do. What? Because at first I was like, oh, it's probably interference, like radio sick, but that's creepy. And then Alex, they, and so they heard something talking to the little brother, and you could hear the little brother on the intercom in another room go, who are you? Are you back home, mom? Oh, what? And then a snicker. <laughs> Yucky. So 
later, he didn't seem really faced by it, but the friend, the guy that wrote this and Daniel were like, okay, who, do you know who that was? Like, because the five-year-old would know. And oh, they asked the five-year-old? They asked the five-year-old, like, who was that? Even maybe, though he maybe, said, who are yeah, you? Maybe he got an answer. Well, they did get an answer. Oh. Because Alex said, it was probably the cold people. They come in at night when it's warm. So then, when the pizza guy showed up that night... Oh, no! This is becoming so strange. Uh, after the pizza guy left, the little brother couldn't stop laughing, and he was, like, crying, laughing so hard, and he oh. refused to tell anyone why. And he kept laughing, and whenever he got a breath in, would go, I know, I know, to himself. And so Daniel and his friend said, what the hell are you talking about? What is wrong with you? And in between laughter, he said, pizza boy gonna die, pizza boy gonna die. What? I know, I know. Oh. So they put him to bed. <laughs> I was like, put him in the backyard, put him and away. They went on to the balcony in Daniel's room. And while they were out on the balcony, uh, they heard a terrible scream outside that echoed throughout the no, canyon, and it sounded like a woman dying. Um, and then Daniel was like, "Oh, that just happens." So they just let that they let that happen without doing anything. And the friend that was staying there, he kept saying that he couldn't stop looking back into the room through the balcony at the closet in Daniel's room. Oh, no. And he kept getting the sense that something was in the closet staring at him. And he ended up being in like a trance for like 10 or 15 minutes just wondering what is in that closet. So eventually he couldn't handle it anymore and he ran back inside and swung the door open and it was a walk-in closet and there was nothing in there except a stuffed animal dolphin sitting by itself on the ground. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's funny. So then the brother said, that's weird, that's Alex's. That oh, he okay, sleeps with funny. that. No, it's not funny anymore. So it should be in bed with him. Mm -hmm. So Alex said, oh, I'll go bring it to him, like an idiot. So, you know how idiots are. So uh, Alex grabbed the dolphin. Oh, Alex was a child, I thought. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Alex isn't an idiot, the friend is an idiot. I'm paying attention. Um, I'm not. So... <laughs> So, okay, so the, the dolphin was Alex's, the five-year-old. Sure, 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 and the friend, oh, <laughs> there it is. So then uh, the friend decided he was gonna bring it to Alex's room. And on the way to the room, he got increasingly dizzier as he got to the door. And when he got in there, Alex was already awake and sitting on his bed upright. Uh, horror movie. And Alex said, where's my water? And he said, I don't know, do you want some? Which is what I, I'd be like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> He said, do you want some water? Like, well, it's weird that you just think I'd want to get you some. And Alex said, well, I asked mom for some, but she just stared at me and walked out. No! No! And the friend knew that the mom wasn't home yet, so I was like, what are you talking about? And he said, I woke up and she was just standing at the doorway looking at me. I asked her for water and she turned around and left. I thought she went into Daniel's room because I saw her holding my toy. So they had him sleep in the room with them. No, I would night. put him so far away. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know why they're like, let's bring him closer to us. So he slept in the room with them in a sleeping bag and, uh, what? Yeah, just, 
Put them in the, like, put them in the recycling. If you live in a canyon, just lose them. So, they had, so they, they had him in the room and everyone fell asleep and at around one o'clock in the morning, the friend woke up to the sound of whispering in the room and he couldn't see what was going on so he just kind of opened his eyes without moving and saw that uh, Alex was talking to the intercom. And a voice was whispering from the intercom but he couldn't hear what it said, but Alex pressed the button and said, I can't, they don't want me to go downstairs. Ah! So then his, the friend looks at Daniel and was like, dude, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so uh, they both woke up and was like, what are you doing? And Alex said, she wants me to let her in, Dan. She says she's freezing. The cold people, I don't like this. So Daniel grabbed Alex, pressed the button and said, who the fuck are you? And then there was hissing and popping, and it sounded like the machine was breaking, and then nothing. So they asked Daniel, or the friend then asked Daniel if there was an outside intercom and someone was just messing with the kid, and he said, no, there's two downstairs and four upstairs, so whoever is using it is already inside the house. They're inside the house! Um, they tried calling the parents, but obviously they didn't answer, so they went back to sleep. <laughs> I'm sorry, all of these people are psycho. This is really... But then, a fun twist is at 3 a.m. they woke up to a blood-curdling scream. Mm, so and fun. In the room, and there was a woman in the room, blood-curdling screaming. Mm-mm. But it was the mom sleepwalking. So no, it was not. The mom had come back between 1 and 3 and then happened to sleepwalk and scream. That's the worst sleepover. <laughs> I'd be like, nope, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Let's option this for a movie. I feel like we yeah. can make this real fun. Anyway. Let's put, like, Jason Bateman in there. Like, we'll just find, like, a really good rom-com. Wow. Well, that's my yeah, story. Yeah, did the pizza guy die? No, don't he left. left. Oh, I... Oh, I don't know. Emma! That... TBD. I don't know. We'll let you know next time. <laughs> On Instagram. All right. Oh, yeah. Find us there. Uh, <clears throat> good job, Em. Thank you. Birthday. By now, you've probably heard about Burrow, a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs, durable materials, and details that make life in your space easier. Last year, they brought their expertise outside with the launch of their outdoor line, which I love, and now they're adding more must-have pieces to the collection. For example, Dunes offers seating, dining, and lounger options, while Scout is a new folding chair upholstered in a chic woven fabric. And I think I'm going to get two of those for the balcony. Blaze and I love to sit out there in the evenings after Leona goes to bed. And I love the idea of having a good-looking but also extremely useful and comfy place to sit outside. Made of durable materials made for all seasons, weather-resistant teak, stainless alloy, and quick-dry stain-resistant and cushions with easy assembly and disassembly. This is the perfect thing for your outdoor space. They also just launched a new standing desk, co-pilot with adjustable height, a durable scratch-resistant body with built-in storage to make working at home easier than ever. I'm in the market for a new desk, um, so this is definitely going to be my next bookmark. And of course, there's Burrow's legacy seating collections like the Nomad and Range, now available in new colors. And Em and I, that's like the only piece of furniture I think we actually share is our Burrow sofa in the podcast department. Love that thing. And that's why we drink listeners can get 15% off their first order at burrow.com slash drink. That's burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash drink for 15% off. Burrow.com slash drink. 
it feels very fitting that Juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy, we're happy. But because we're not mind readers, we don't always know when they're unwell. And in my experience, cats are not the most, you know, open when it comes to sharing their woes. And there goes Juni, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. And Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room. And so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD code ATWWD to save 20%. Prettylitter.com slash ATWWD code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right. Are you ready for more terrible things? Okay, here's the thing. Mm. Listen, I looked up... (laughs) I looked up Orange County murder. Mm, That was... That actually yielded a surprising amount of results on Google. And I was like, oh my god, I could do like 400 shows here. Um, And I found out that... uh, So I, I, I did all my notes, and then I found out that My Favorite Murder actually did this at a live show in Anaheim, and I was like, oops, but it's too late. (laughs) So before anyone's like, they copied, I haven't even listened to that episode, so it's unintentional, and I hope I have my own twist on it. We'll find out when people leave us mean reviews on iTunes. So this is the story of Daniel Wozniak. Who did? What's your name? Sit down! <laughs> That's not something you tell us. No, no, no. It is. Okay, but now I you have to tell us. I want to pretend like I actually know How that. do you know him? I do, music, I do like community theater. Okay. I know him through like people <gasps> who have done community theater. Oh, no. She knows him through community theater. Keep it. He has a beautiful voice, so keep. I want you. Well, he's got one thing going for him. He's got. I mean, he's got a pretty nice beard too. I guess. Also, I don't know this story. A lot of you. I know, and Evan's just like, what's that? I just blindly am like, well, okay, that's what we're gonna hear about now. Yeah. So this guy, I had a feeling people would be like, know what this is, and I guess. I mean, I I knew it because I got it in an email from her. <laughs> so <laughs> she knows him. Uh, what happened? I didn't see it. Oh, no. Wait, I fixed it, I fixed it, I fixed it. Matthew, don't be mad at me. There it is. I was, again, so blind. I was like, Whoa. Listen. And then I was like, oh, boy. Oh. I just had the feeling I needed to spice things up a little. Okay, this is the story of Daniel Wozniak. Will everybody just get on board now? (laughs) All right. 
buckle up. So, Daniel Wozniak was a Webster's Dictionary defines Daniel. I always feel so weird starting these. Okay, Daniel Wozniak. I'm gonna tell you who he is. He was a 26-year-old actor living He's in- He's my age. <laughs> and your age. Oh my God, only for today we're the same age. Yeah, we're, today's the only day we're both 26. I don't know, that's a fun fact for really, us only. It's a really special day for all of you. And Daniel Wozniak. And him. Really special. Okay. So anyway, he's a 26-year-old actor living in Costa Mesa, California. Uh, woo! He and his fiance, Rachel May Buffett, a former Disneyland princess. Ooh. I mean, was, if that princess? were part of my... I, didn't, I don't know. Okay. I couldn't find a photo anywhere. You better believe I looked, though. <laughs> okay. Let's go with, like, um, Cinderella. Okay. Okay, so they were planning a wedding and they were going broke because of it, which I can also relate to very personally. Um, and their financial issues actually were so bad that they were being evicted from their apartment. But they had an elaborate beachside wedding and reception planned and they were not going to let go of it. Uh, and they wanted to go on a cruise for their honeymoon. And so they were just, they were like, well, we can't pay for it, but it's happening anyway. So. But, that I, fun. <laughs> Listen, I don't Figure know what to <laughs> So Daniel was like, I know how to fix this. I have a really good idea. And here's what I'm going to do. He hatched a brilliant plan one week, by the way, before their wedding. So they had it all planned out, but they like hadn't paid yet, obviously, because they didn't have any money. So they were like, a week before the wedding, he goes, I know how I'm going to fix this. I am going to murder my friend and upstairs neighbor, who's a 26-year-old army vet, named PFC Samuel Hur, and then I'm gonna take his savings out of his bank account and pay for my wedding with it. And she was like, done deal, do it. Like, is that what happened? Did she, did she know? Just I don't me, know anything about this. Let me just tell you what happened. So he comes up with this plan. Okay. And the reason that he decided to, to kill Sam was that one time he and Sam were hanging out, like they were good friends, and Sam had let it slip that while he was serving in Afghanistan, he had saved up around $60,000. And so then uh, Daniel was like, well, this makes sense. I'm gonna murder him and take that $60,000 because I need to pay for my cruise. I mean, I don't know, this makes me very mad. Um, so on May 21st, 2010, Daniel Wozniak lured Samuel Hur to a theater at the Joint Forces training base in Los Alamitos saying he needed help moving some boxes. And as Sam picked up one of the boxes, um, Wozniak shot him in the head and killed him. And that night, as if everything was, you know, normal and dandy, he went and performed as the lead in the musical Nine, alongside his fiance, Rachel. Jeez, can you imagine being on stage with someone knowing they killed someone? Here it is. Oh. You can see it with your own two eyes. That's so that wild. was that night when he was performing with his fiance. Um, and nobody suspected it. This was the night. Yeah. Oh my god, that poor girl holding his hand. That's so, so, uh, yeah, so pretty fucked up. Um, so I, as I mentioned, had kind of a harder time coming up with like quirky phrases because it was just rough. So <clears throat> I made one of them musical murderer. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> um, and this is by. It's by our, our gal Priscilla sent this in. It's Ted Bunny singing uh, Define Gravity <laughs> alongside what I think is either M. Schultz or John Wayne Gacy. I'm not really sure. 
That hurt. That hurt. <laughs> um, and I Googled this because remember how we don't know what the hell Hamilton is? Well, that's a line from Hamilton. And I read it and I was like, this just makes me feel stupid. <laughs> uh, it's a song from Hamilton. So, you know, they're, they're uh, musical murderers. That right. was actually worked out. I just like kind of threw that out there. All right, so the next day... Um, Nope, don't look at that yet. <laughs> Close your eyes. <laughs> so, oh, man. Oh, okay. So the next day, Daniel returned to the site where he murdered Sam, and this is just gets gruesome. He cut off his head, his left hand, and his forearm, then just wandered around and tossed them into the El Dorado Park. Because he was like, well, this will help. I don't know. He, I really can't understand. Wait, his left hand and his left forearm? Um, yeah, I think he chopped the left hand off, and then he chopped the rest of the form off. Seems like an extra cut you don't need. I mean, yeah, a lot of this seems like an extra... Yeah, it all sounds pretty unnecessary. Very extra, in like the worst possible way. Um, so then, you know, at that point he was like, well, I still feel like I haven't really done enough to like fuck things up. Mm -hmm. So he's like, "Mm, why don't I make this worse? That's what I do all the time. Yeah, yeah. And so you're thinking like, how could this get worse? But oh boy, does it. So, for whatever reason, he took Sam her cell phone. Um, he took his wallet and his cell phone, actually, after he shot him. Took his cell phone and started texting Sam's college friend, Julie Kabuji, who was actually tutoring him and helping him learn Spanish. And they were, like, really good college friends. So, he texted Julie from Sam's phone. And this is the actual text. It said, can you come over tonight at midnight alone? Going out for a bit, very upset, need to talk. And of course, she was like a really, she was 23 years old. She was like really sweet and um, a really good, good friend of his. So she was like, of course I'll come over. What's wrong? And he said, please don't tell anyone, please. You can trust me. And she said, I promise I'm not going to say anything. I pinky promise. Pinky. <laughs> so he told Julie to come to Sam's apartment, posing as Sam. Um, and when she arrived, he was standing outside, and he said, oh, I got this weird text from Sam saying um, that I needed to come over. And she's like, so did I, that's crazy. And so they went inside, he's like, oh, I have a spare key. And they went inside, and they were wandering around, and I guess she said, oh, look, what is that on his bed? And as she bent over to look at it, he shot her twice in the head <gasps> and killed Drink. her. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't me gasping. Ooh. Oh, that one got me. <sighs> yeah, so he killed her. Um, and then he staged the scene to make it look like Sam had sexually assaulted her. And they weren't romantically involved, they were just friends, but he staged it to make it look like Sam had sexually assaulted her, killed her, and then had either gone on the lam or killed himself. So at first, for obvious reasons, the police did suspect Sam, um, and they launched a manhunt for him, but they couldn't find him anywhere. And then they noticed something a little bit strange, um, which was that a 16-year-old kid had been withdrawing money from Sam's bank accounts in $400 increments. And they were like, um... Nope. Uh, so they confronted the kid, and the kid said, oh, this man named Daniel Wozniak told me to do it. He told me to wear a hat. Oh, what? And not say it. Wear a hat, but use my name. And then he also said, it's not illegal, I promise. Oh. Well, if that's not all the reason you need to do something. <laughs> so, yeah, they were like, well, okay, I mean, that didn't take very long. So they found Daniel Wozniak. Um, and they arrested him two days before his wedding at his... Oh, sorry, this is them. I'm oh, sorry. This is... The lovely couple. No, they weren't a couple. This is Sam. Oh, shit. I thought that was the wedding oh, couple. Oh, 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 oh. You no, said the this, wedding. Sorry, this is Sam and Julie. I was proud. Who he killed. I'm sorry. These are the two friends 
Um, Sam and Julie is very sad. I'm sorry that I just sprung that on you. I still haven't gotten a hang of this. All right, they arrested him at his freaking bachelorette, or bachelorette party. That would have been a fun twist. <laughs> they arrested him at his bachelor party. Like, that's just, talk about a Jason Bateman movie. Okay. Um, so here's the thing. Nobody sent in a photo for this, and it's probably because I put it up like 24 hours ago. Um, <laughs> but I, nobody sent a photo, so I was like, Alexander. And I told my brother to make a photo, make a drawing for me. So, Alexander, your masterpiece is going to arrive now. This is a, a visual of Christine and Zach crashing Zach Baggins' bachelor party. There is the police arresting us and you were like Zach's or you told me Zach invited us there's Zach with his chain necklace yeah oh I see it who could who could not look at his little his guns <laughs> so of course when I first saw this I was like oh that's so funny so that's me with the handcuffs arresting Zach Baggins and my brother was like no no <laughs> that's you being a psycho and crashing his party and I was like oh okay I guess that makes a lot more sense um, so anyway, they arrested him at his bachelor party. Um, his friends had actually just paid the bill at Tsunami Sushi in Huntington Beach uh, when police swarmed in and took him away in handcuffs. So that's fun. Um, and then at first, Daniel, for obvious reasons, claimed he had nothing to do with it. He was completely innocent. And then they were like, oh, also, can we get a DNA sample? And he was like, oh, actually, hold on. I've changed my story. BRB. <laughs> hold on for one second. Um, so he said, actually what he said was, okay, do you, what do you want me to say? I saw Julie's body? Yeah, I did, okay? And they were like, okay, I guess, that's great. Thank you for telling us. And anyway, he was really mad about it. But he said he had seen Julie's body in Sam's apartment, and he said Sam came over to his house and said, I did something bad. I killed my friend Julie. That's pretty bad. And they were like, okay, so you saw the body. And he was like, yeah, I saw two bullet wounds in her head. And they were like, hold up. Because when they analyzed the scene, they were like, there was only one bullet wound in her head. And they didn't see the second one until they did a full autopsy. Oh. So they were like, well, you would only know that if you had done it yourself. So he was clearly, that's literally how he implicated himself, was just by saying, oh, she got shot twice in the head. And they're like, we didn't even know that for a long time. So um, they were like, well, we know you did it. <laughs> And then after that, he went and called Jul or called um, Rachel, his fiance, on the phone, and she's like, "I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell." And he was like, "Don't, don't tell them, or I'll be, I'll be screwed." And the guy who was like the, you know, police person, <laughs> a cop, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, <laughs> English is not my first language. There it is. <laughs> drink twice. <laughs> so, oh, was that a drink twice? Yeah, a twofer. Okay. Um. So. The guy who was with him at the phone was like, dude, they're taping these calls. And he's like, oh yeah, I forgot. Oh. Oh my he God. wasn't the brightest, I guess. Although he did have a nice voice, apparently, so. Um, so, they were like, they brought him back into the room and they were like, I mean, like, we know you did it. And he immediately confessed. And the confession is on YouTube and it is creepy. So if you want to watch it, and he talks the whole th thing through. I was going to play it, but then I was like, that would just be me sitting back and like, playing YouTube for you for like a while. So <laughs> you guys can go look it up. Um, but it was, he said, quote, I'm crazy and I did it. And I said, did what? He said, I killed Julie and I killed Sam. 
I don't know why I did it. Mainly it was the money and it seemed so easy. And then he started laughing, but like crying, like laughing and crying at the same time, like hysterically. It is a very creepy video. Um, and then he kind of goes into like what he did and how he made them bend over and like shot them in the head when they weren't looking. Um, and they asked him why he had killed, they were like, why'd you kill Julie if you'd already killed Sam for the money? And he said, well, I thought it would make it look like Sam did it. And so it was just gonna make it easier to get away with. And I was like, oh God, no. <laughs> very sad, very messed up. Um, and it took more than 130 court hearings over the course of five years, six months, and 16 days for the trial to even begin. So it took how five and a half years. They apparently had twenty-five thousand pieces of evidence. Um, wow! Yeah, it was, and it was like really awful for the families too because they had to go into every court, like every every right, right, right. court on. thing, um, you know, like you do. Uh, and so you really nailed that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's just move on. <laughs> but so the trial finally began five and a half years later, um, and in 2012. So. Uh, like within the midst of this like waiting period, uh, Rachel, his fiance, was actually arrested, and she was charged with three felony counts of accessory after the fact for lying multiple times to the police. There she is. Ooh. So she had said that um, she was like, "Oh, there was another guy that day. I saw him with uh, with Sam. I saw what? another guy. She like created a whole fake person that she said was there that might have killed him and." created a bunch of lies, and uh, so they... So she knew the whole time about this? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if he was like... Yeah, she lied to the police her. from the beginning, so they were like, well, she clearly knew something. Or okay, she got, it, got it, got it. But she made up, like, fake people. Apparently at one rehearsal for a musical or play she was in, she, like, was sobbing backstage and said, I think my friend is dead, and I think my other friend did it. And that was as far as they, like... Wow. Yeah. And that was, like, before they even found Julie's body, so she knew. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that kind of that kind of tells you. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she did it. She did something bad. Um, boop, 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 boop. Oh, that was fun. Okay. So, I know, right? I should have brought a box with me. This is why you need a box. <laughs> that was really loud. Some say they're going to bring me box one. Wow, that would be great for a day. Okay. Um, so this is me forcing um, fun drawings into fun things, game things. Oh my God. Are you having a stroke? Okay, hold on. Everybody close your ears. <laughs> That's the problem. I am too sober. Um, so this is me. Okay. Here, this is me forcing this game into my story, is what I'm trying to say. So at the time that she was arrested, she was working at Medieval Times. Do people like know what that is? Okay, here's the thing. So, I don't. You don't? No. Me neither, which is why I was like, at Bla is it like a West Coast thing? Yeah. No, Blaze. Well, that's it. No, Blaze in Connecticut went all the time, apparently. It's a restaurant where they have like jousting people. Like Renaissance people. Yeah, but it's it's like an it's in the Midwest too, and it's like a thing. And everyone, when I said I didn't know what that was, looked at me like I was absolutely crazy. But it, I mean, at least English isn't my first language, but it is yours. Wow, I'm getting a lot of mileage out of that one today. <laughs> I've um, never heard of that. It's like a it's like a restaurant, and you go and you pick a side, and they like 
joust. My brother went like two weeks ago in Vegas. <laughs> they make you joust each other? No, 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 no. There's like, you pick it, you're like on a side, like the good guy's a bad guy. Oh. A person who doesn't know what it is is explaining it to another person who doesn't know what it is. I'm like, so there's a joust while you're trying to eat. microphones, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so... Anyway, she was working at Medieval Times as, like, one of the characters. Jousters. Jouster people, I guess. Flower queen. Wench? A wench. That's the one. Okay, so here. Pickles on a stick. That's me. Pickles (laughs) on a stick. (laughs) I love how this nice thing is, like, boosting her chest up all big. (laughs) You know, I, I love going to Renaissance fairs, and there's one specific girl at a very specific Renaissance fair, and every year I've gone... She uses her boobs to hold pickles. Mm, cute. Like she like for her like she doesn't sell those. Oh, I was like, what a she nice. She like sells business. pickles, but to keep hers away from everyone else, it just goes like Doop, and just like keeps it there. And then like she's very busty. And so, yeah, I can tell. I mean, it's just holding story. But she like holds it high enough that she can just eat it without like <laughs> using her hands, so she can still work. But she's like, I'm always impressed by her. I think that's her right there. I'm always impressed. I just really like this drawing. It just is like, I mean, I know it's not a restaurant, but I just love it. And there's foxes. I don't know what's going on, but I really like it. Um, so she pleaded anyway. So she was arrested. She was working at Medieval Times, and they arrested her. I assume she was probably dressed as a wench while she was arrested, because, you know, that's kind of the theme with the bachelor party and all that. So she pleaded not guilty, and as of now, the trial is still pending. Um, still? Yeah, this was six years ago, so it's still chugging along. Um, Finally, on December 16, 2015, after only one hour of jury deliberations, Daniel Wozniak was convicted of both murders and sentenced to death. Um, and actually, that was the shortest uh, deliberation in the history of California to put someone on death row. So, wow, went real fast. Um, he's now at San Quentin State Prison, and he will be there until his execution. Uh, however... I was reading about this. There's typically a 25-year delay between a death sentence being handed down and it being actually carried out. Uh, and that gap is getting longer and longer, especially now that capital punishment has been on hold in California for 10 years. So it, I was like, okay, I mean, I'm, I'm not, let's not even go there. But <laughs> the point is, I read a really sad, a pretty sad thing that was, um, so Sam Hur's dad, who's now in his like late 60s, basically said, like, I don't think I'll be alive when he, you know, gets out. Sees justice. No, like well, gets out to have <laughs> hell. Because <laughs> um, he's, he's he's not alive. I don't know. Just keep going. No, I'd actually really like to hear you keep explaining it. Yeah, it's your, I'm doing the Michael it. Scott thing where like I'm just nervous, so I'm just gonna keep opening my mouth. <laughs> uh, I'm doing the gym thing where I'm like, no, keep going. This is great. I want to. I want to hear more. Um, so basically, who knows if it'll ever be, uh, you know, if he'll ever actually get executed. Um, but that's what's on the table right now. And um, for a really fun fact, um, there's a website called DanielWozniakIsMyFriend.com. She wrote it! <laughs> and she is here today! It's a girl? Oh! I thought it was a dude. And she's crazy. She's crazy. Good, so here's fun. This is fun. So it's an anonymous blogger who's apparently a lady that's crazy. <laughs> She's not anonymous. She's not anonymous anymore. Leave her comments. 
I'll read the comments so people figured it out. Because I read the homepage and it was like, I won't tell you who I am. And I'm like, okay, I don't really want to know. But um, Basically, she said she knew Daniel Wozniak before he killed Sam and Julie. So she, okay, I, yeah, okay. So she basically gives all these like intense updates on his life in jail. And at first I was like, what a fucking weird blog. But then I like got so sucked in that I started reading about like what cleaning materials he uses to clean the floors. Oh, really? And I was like, what? Like, this is so bonkers. And she was like, oh, um, I know he did a bad thing, but he's my friend. So I'm gonna just keep being his friend. And I'm like, what? That's not how that works. Um, and she's like, I'm not saying like he didn't do it. And I'm like, okay, good. Cause he's like on death row for it, but whatever. So she's like, but I know there's good in him. So, um, and so she like, I guess they talk all the time and like she sends him books. I don't know. And I was like, she sends him specific cleaning materials <laughs> for his prison. Um, and so it was, it was, it was a weird, weird read. Mm, so if you're like up at like 1am and you're like mm, I can't sleep like that's maybe the way to go <laughs> it's all I'm saying and I guess she's releasing a book where she's going to reveal her identity even though apparently we already know she's just some crazy lady uh, but yeah so that is the story of Daniel Wozniak oh there he is there he is he lost the nice beard <laughs> Anyway, I mean, that's all I got, people. And wait, hold on. That, wait, hold on, start over. <laughs> Eva, edit this. Eva, and, cut it out. And. And. and the hell? And. That's. Why? We. Drink. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.